0: 6, I think, I don't know, whatever. Uh, we're going to be wrapping up Final Fantasy 7 here today, and joining me today, I'm your host, Jason Ariola, and joining me today is Anna Benueva Hello. and Luke Maxwell. Hashtag, give me the fig. <laughs> I think that's a, I think it's a bust, Luke, I don't think that's going to work, but unfortunately, so. Just want to get rid of these figurines. Yeah, you know what, I'll tweet at you right now, give me the fig, so. Does a live Thanks, tweet Jason. like this count? I'd say, and I'll take all three. I'm sure my son okay. will destroy cool. them in, like, three minutes. <laughs> He'll take a look at Aeris. He likes and to eat like, things oh, cool. he smash them? Uh, no, mostly smash at this point. Okay. He's kind of like Tifa, He's smash, a bruiser. Huh? He's, he's like Tifa, He's a bruiser. So... Mm. Mm-hmm. So anyway, um, Thanks, today we're going to be wrapping must. up our final fan. Yeah, exactly. Especially from my kid. Uh, anything that spurred out, Anything that was at once one of my bodily fluids, what would you expect? So... It's a great start. Yeah. <laughs> we should probably cut this. Anyway. Uh, yeah, whatever. Who cares? <laughs> Nobody's listening to this, right? <laughs> so, Anthony, did you finish that one? No, I'm oh, okay. it I did not I'm just trying to figure out which one. Okay. Anyway, um, so we're going to be going ahead and wrapping up this talk about Final Fantasy VII. Um, we were going to cut this where it was like two and three, or, you know, disc two and then three and then our wrap-up thoughts, but we kind of thought, like, hey, you know, there wasn't a whole lot of content in two there was enough content, but there wasn't anything in three, basically. So it was kind of like, why not just do it all at once and save you guys the effort of having to sit through two more episodes of this nonsense when we move on to the next game? So, um, anyway, let's see. So, uh, basically, where we left you on disc or at the end of disc one was Eris getting killed. Um, there was a lot of little stuff in er, disc two that I thought was, it kind of like, it felt very disjointed from the rest of the game. Although, I think we talked about this last time, like, there's so much, like, weird stuff in Final Fantasy VII that they tried. I think, Luke, you, like, kind of attributed to, like, I guess, like, mini-games, like, trying to keep the player interested. Uh, how did you put it? Like, all the verbs in the game, basically? Yeah, I think that's how
1: people put it, you need to have more things to do other than walk around and talk to people and press... Yeah. Circle when you're fighting, you also yeah. need to be able to ride around and shoot things and do all these kinds of things. And so, yeah, they have a lot of variety in there, and it, it really does feel a little bit like, hey, we can do all these things because it's it's fast and with polygons, let's do them and let's not consider
0: because some of them are not so good. No, uh, and speaking of one of those things, um, the the whole thing about uh, like when you're going into the crater, I think, um, and you have to keep warm. When you're climbing, mm. remember yeah. that section, yeah. Anthony? Yeah. Down yeah. It. yeah. Square like, button. Square button. God, I just, I was just like, why, why am I having to do this? And I did find that that was the one instance where having it on three times speed was a definite weakness because, like, my thumb couldn't keep up with it, I was like, okay, yeah. So is like, I ended up like getting knocked out pretty quickly the first time I did that. So, but leading up to that, um, you know, you're on the snowboard, which might be the worst section of this entire game. I, I I thought the motorcycle yeah. ride was pretty trash, but that snowboarding is god awful. It's a lot worse than I Yeah, me too. Cool like, borders, it that. is not. Cool borders. <laughs> a SSX. It is not. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Well, cool borders is not SSX. So let's let's you know let's... closer. But to cool, cool borders is, is
1: contemporaneous with this game, <laughs> so that's why cool borders uh, not. Right. There we go. It's a good snowboard point. kids. It is not. Snowboard kids.
0: I like, you know and what, the it, avalanche. Oh Let's god. Isn't uh wasn't there what's that a surfing game the uh, like the TC it was for uh, Oh yeah. For the S- surf design? Yeah, yeah there you, you go. it's it's not even that, unfortunately. So No, that's a good game. Yeah. Um yeah, and then that whole section of like going through the k- crater I thought was like once you got through that rather awkward thing of the snow was like, eh, I don't know. Like I didn't really like that section. I kinda hope they trim that back a little bit because I don't feel like I got lost very easily, but it did just feel like where the hell am I a lot? So I mean, kept flipping to a map a lot more frequently than I was used to. You know, for a game that's rather linear in a sense, it did kind of like feel like you're kinda of wandering around aimlessly in circles. Yeah, you have so to press section... the, the select button and
1: bring up that um bring up those little arrows to see where you're supposed to go. Right. You know, you yeah, can put the little, a the little glove over Cloud's head and then it will show you the
0: exits. You know, truth be told, I think I had that running throughout the entirety of the game. Oh, right. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you kind of need it. Some of those backbends. Yeah, yeah. Some of that stuff, it's like you can't tell whether... Even, even with those sometimes, like, I would sit there and get, like, kind of hung up on the geometry or something. Like, especially at three times speed, I noticed that problem. Like, hmm. it was just sort of a thing, like, I suppose it just the um, the speed at which you're moving, it's getting it's your you know clouds clipping on stuff that he shouldn't be clipping on normally and that shouldn't be a big issue because normally you would like oh hey i'm actually not supposed to be hitting here so let's go ahead and go around it where at three times speed you're like oh what the hell's going on why am i not moving oh i get it now so it's smashy smashy yeah it just seems more exaggerated in three times version so Mm. um you know okay so that whole section like we'll go into the crater thing here like the i guess the initial thing of when you're going into the crater um that whole thing of like all the uh the Sephiroth clones like that was kind of dark like it was a little I don't know like not creepy I suppose but a little dark like they're jumping off and killing themselves and like letting Sephiroth kill them it was or whatever that was I mean I guess it wasn't technically Sephiroth the, the projection of Sephiroth whatever the hell but like yeah. them jumping off the cliffs or whatever it it's just like wow that's shit got kind of dark like I said that there's this there's this goofiness to Final Fantasy 7, but a lot of, like, dark undertones to it. Like, the PTSD thing that wasn't really... I think it did a very good job of, like, talking about PTSD without actually, like, hitting you over the head with it. Like, it was a Polygon article or something, so... Uh, yeah. Um, uh, let's see. There was... You know, there was this scene um, that I, I I took specific note of... It was um, that that part where Sephiroth, like, starts talking to Cloud about um, having been a failed clone, basically, or a failed experiment. That there was a villager off to the side, and it was, like, you know, during the flashback or whatever. There was the villager off to the side. I think it was the villager that took the picture of them that was dead. He, like, mm. if you left it alone, he would sit there and blink. Like, or, like, wink. I think it was just one eye. Yeah, his right eye would sure. just blink. It was, it was i sure that wasn't
1: uh, polygons dithering.
0: No, nope, because it was very much like eye open, eye close. eye open, eye close. and it was just the one eye, so it was right. very, very odd. It was just, I don't know, like, it, it, I don't know if it was intentional or not, but if it was, it was very, it's a little disturbing to see it, so um, mm. and I think in, I think in disc two, like. The biggest selling point of this for the story-wise, it kind of, it, it definitely sets a clout as the unreliable narrator to a point. I mean, he's, you know, Tifa, and then eventually you kind of learn Tifa isn't either, because Tifa's kind of just going along with the lies to a point, but she's also, her memories have also been altered a little bit for them. So it's this whole Genova thing affecting, like, memories that, I, like you said at the very first episode, like, I challenge anyone to explain Final Fantasy in a, in a or Final Fantasy Seven in a very succinct manner. Like this is sort of one of those things that like I don't think I got very very much wrapped my head around or anything like that. It's very it's confusing as to what the hell was going on most of the time with like these memories. I I don't know if you guys had any sort of like revelation maybe understanding better uh, than i did
2: this is like my fourth time playing it and i i still don't know what's going on okay <laughs> i don't like... feel so bad there okay <laughs>
0: yeah. it, there's 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 very much this sense of uh, confusion in this game like they try to tell this story and i don't know if it was like an original script thing or maybe a translation thing that it seems to have lost something in that it it's trying to convey this story that maybe the original script or the translation just didn't convey well enough. I mean, there are punctuation errors and spelling errors throughout the game, but you still get the sense of, like, what they're trying to say as far as the overall tone, I guess. Even if it's a little, like, these guy are sick, or this guy are sick. <laughs> I mean, you know, stuff like that is kind of throughout the entirety of the game, but the overall ex- explanation as to what the hell is going on, I felt was like lacking quite a bit. Um But you got to get to this point in Final Fantasy seven where, you know, cloud ends up going into, you know, the, the wheelchair coma thing. Um And, you know, Tifa takes over for a while and, yep. you know, Tifa ends up leaving as the leader too. And then, you kind of automatically think Barrett's going to be the man to go to because you know he was the leader of Avalanche, and it was this weird moment where Barrett admits, like, I'm not cut out to be a leader. Like, I tried to be a leader and it didn't work, and I'm clearly not meant for this sort of thing. So somebody else is going to have to take over for me. Mm-hmm. And of all the characters, having Sid do it seemed a little strange because Sid literally just joined your party like <laughs> yeah. maybe maybe two hours before all this. So it's well, like, he's a captain. Hey, he knows how to get things done. It's like, hey, guy, hey, guy, we just met. Let's go ahead and, and hand over, you know, uh, hand over the keys to this train that you can't get off of. Uh, you know, just, yeah. <laughs> but it does seem like this, yeah, like you said, Luke, I, I, it just seems like, oh, yeah, he was a leader of something at some point, so I guess we'll use him, so. Although yeah. not using uh, Kate, Shi, like, he was, or, you know, he is a leader in Shinra, so maybe use him, mm. but I don't, I don't And know. an
2: insider, he might be able to. Uh,
0: he's uh, been shown to be a little bit of a... Uh... Uh, you know uh,
1: uh, turncoats in the past so you don't want to yeah. have you don't have a leader that you're not trusting
0: that's true you know, he's okay he to kinda, keep at the back and he does kind of disappear sometimes like oh i'm sorry i had to go um, take care of something so it's it's a little yeah, strange mysterious mysterious
2: <laughs> did they they i feel like they could have done more with that character i don't he's sort of yeah in the background yeah. like i don't know they if wait they wait for how the remake when
1: it's like an insanely detailed robo-body with this, like, realistic cat on the top. Scheming. Yeah. Shit. It's gonna be great. Maybe.
2: I just... I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't like that character. And I don't think anybody don't really know. likes that character. They didn't know how to use it. I,
0: I like mm. how they... He they reminds
1: me of Big the them. Cat.
0: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I agree. Just this big, dumb kind, thing of kind of has the same of like proportions. Why? Yeah. Yeah. There's... Like stupid I, I, cat. There's this sort of thing with... Kg like, I kind of understand he's 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 almost more of a plot device than a character. So I don't really understand why he was used as, like, a playable character. Like, in terms of, like, battle, like, he's the most useless, I think, out of all of the characters. And, I mean, we, we've we talked about how, like, you can kind of... With the materia system, none of the characters really feel like any of them are doing anything in particular outside of, like, Eris, basically. But yeah. he just seemed, like, ridiculously weak in that sense. So, I don't know. Like, it just... Mm-hmm. His, his attacks his uh, his, limit his limit breaks, breaks were, were useless. I mean, his, I never use that guy. Yeah, he, he, he never literally sat all. in the background. I mean, I, um, Anthony, you talk. You know, you and I have the same party, right? Uh, Red thirteen, Cloud, and and Sid. Yeah. So
1: okay, um, I usually go uh, Cloud, Red thirteen, and Barrett for most of the game. Mm. Sometimes I'll have Vincent in there. Um, the thing that I find about And I think a better use of him would be if you did it like he's a guest party member and you make him strong enough for it to feel like more of a betrayal when he when he actually does turn on you. Like if he was cool and you liked having him there for a while, you'd feel more about it, you
0: know, in terms of the mechanics marrying the, the plot in that way. Right, because he's sitting in the background, I mean, you know, for guys like, you know, just about everybody who plays this, I suppose, like, they keep Keiichi, like, in the background, they never really use him, so it's, it's Mm. this, like, betrayal of somebody who's been, like, in the background, like, hey, I'm betraying you, it's like, who the fuck are you? (laughs) Okay, great, I'm sorry, I suppose that's terrible, but I haven't used you, so I don't understand how you even know half of this stuff, but... He's one of those characters that, like, I think could have been interesting, interesting, but but they didn't really figure out a way of using him properly. Or, like you said, Luke, actually making him, like, feel valuable in a fight. He had no real redemption there, so... He
1: doesn't matter.
0: Yeah, exactly, so... um, You know, there was that scene of, like, where Cloud is, like, kind of getting his memories back, where, like... I did, you know, I've kind of been on this thing of, like, I don't like Cloud. I've I've never been a big fan of Cloud. And for a while, like, I actually... This whole scene of, like, the flashback of, like, Cloud figuring out, like, who he truly was... Kind of got me back in that sense of, like, you know, Cloud, actually, I kind of do enjoy him. Because he was just a normal dude for a while. And he somehow not only, like, seemed to have killed Sephiroth... But then got stabbed by Sephiroth... And then flip Sephiroth over the edge of that, like, ledge he was on. It was like, you know, he took a sword in the gut or wherever it was. Like, you know, it's a little hard to tell with those polygonal figures, but... <laughs> that sword. It, it was like, actually, it was pretty impressive. Like, okay, wow, Cloud's actually kind of cool. And, like, I felt bad for a long time, like, okay... Or, you know, I kind of felt bad as I was playing it, like, kind of realizing that, you know, all this stuff that Cloud was going through in my head... I guess as a memory like I was thinking Cloud was just this guy who just lied about everything right and it kind of turned out that or it seemed to have turned out that no he wasn't lying about stuff he didn't remember any of this and his memories had just been kind of changed and then it and it almost seems to backpedal where Cloud actually turns out to be this like whiny little liar guy who's like depressed at himself that he didn't make it through soldier so he instead like started covering everything up so it went from like mm-hmm. I felt something like I felt a little bit of empathy for Cloud for a while and I felt kind of bad like pigeonholing him as this like guy I just didn't care about and suddenly I did to like he's right back to where I was like no he's just this whiny emo dude who like oh I didn't make it to what I <laughs> wanted to be oh I'm just gonna lie about it and no one will call me out for it or figure it out so it's like it, <laughs> that's kind of like Cloud's arc for me it was like Oh, cocky asshole that I don't care about, too. Oh, Cloud had some really jacked up stuff happen to him. I kind of feel for him, too. Oh, no, Cloud was just this cocky little asshole who didn't turn out to be much of anything and was just a failure, basically. He he was a, quote-unquote, failed Sephiroth clone, although he didn't turn out to be. He was just, like, infused with Jenova cells or whatever. Yeah. And then turned out, you know, and then, like, you know, and he was a failed soldier. So he just turned out to be a normal, like, foot soldier or whatever you call him. So it's like, what is there to Cloud that like people are so drawn to him for? I don't understand it personally.
1: He's a he looks like Goku. We've been through this. We we got through this in the first episode. Is that episode. what it is,
0: Anthony? Is that is that what it is, Anthony? I don't like Dragon Ball, so Okay. Well, do you yeah. like do you like Cloud?
2: Uh um,
0: How do you feel as Cloud as overall
2: character? I mean, he's the main character, so I think people just kind of relate to that, but uh, I don't How do you I feel about phones, the mythical
1: I, uh, Monkey God, Son Goku.
2: <laughs> you
0: lost. <laughs> I think you totally lost, Anthony, on that one, dude. I don't. I don't nah. care
2: either way. I just. I know. I don't. I know when I maxed out Cloud to level ninety-nine. I wish I could switch out party members. Mm-hmm. So I yeah. mean, I guess I don't really care too much for him. Okay.
0: It's like I don't know. He kind of sucks. Even. Yeah. I. 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 Like I said, for a little while, he did sort of like redeem himself for me. Like, it was very having to go back in my own memory, like thinking, "Oh, you know, he's not that great." Yeah. To he's okay. He's an all right character. Back to no, he's really not that great. He's just a kind of this plot device that uh, mm. just I don't really care for. I suppose. The one thing I did like about him was like at the end of disc one where he got, you know, he sort of realized that he was unreliable, that he should not be leading the party because, you know, he just handed Sephiroth the black materia and he sort of realized that I should not be leading this. I can't control myself. Somebody else should take the reins and everyone sort of backed out of it like, no, no, Cloud, you're OK. Go ahead and take over. It's like you just realize he just said he can't do this. Why not take him at his word? He did just hand over the one thing you guys were going after to the thing that you're trying to fight. Right? You were trying to prevent this to begin with, and then he he hands it over to him without being able to control himself. So why, why? Oh well, uh, I don't think I think you're okay, Cloud. Don't worry, we'll watch
2: your back. Mm. Uh, bring bringing up the Goku thing's funny. That makes me think. I don't know why this just popped into my head. He's Cloud reminds me of uh, Donald Draper for some reason. All his <laughs> war stories. Thinking you know about it, Cloud, it's kind of similar to Donald Draper, except he's not as suave and cool okay, as... Okay, okay, okay. Who says Donald, Draper was Donald Draper.
1: Like, Donald Draper did get, did get... He was, he was, he saw some action. I don't know,
2: I think Cloud's, I think Cloud's seen a lot, though, you know. Yeah, it, Cloud yeah, has Cloud's seen a yeah, lot, He's so. actually
1: pretty... No, yeah, now that I think about it, that is a good comparison. I don't know why Goku comes into it. I don't it.
2: know why that just popped, yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't
0: know where Goku comes into it. Yeah, Goku Donald. earned all his. All of his it's Don ago, Draper, you know? Jesus God Almighty, are you getting too are you getting too up in this Trump thing? <sighs> is that what it is? That Donald Donald, I guess. Yeah, Don Draper. Like, yeah, I guess. Who's I don't, who's the I don't Trump think they call the him Final Don. Said... Ooh, who is, who is the... the Trump of Final Fantasy Seven? Would that be um? Would that be the guy that was running the whorehouse, maybe?
2: oh don corneo
0: yeah don (laughs) corneo don corneo is donald trump that's great just fatter and yeah you know i think i remember hearing that the um um the like the kanji or whatever it was on his bed meant heaven okay if i remember right so that's if that's true i kind of like him a little bit more so yeah that's Um, neat (laughs) you know i let's see Oh, and, you know, kind of getting back to that thing where Cloud was, um, you know, kind of, where chief was having to help Cloud rediscover himself when he fell into the, uh, the live stream. That Lavo sound came back again. It was in there again. So, I'm, I am I wish I had kind of recorded it now so I could, you know, upload it, but I'm sure somebody's got it recorded somewhere. Although, I think that's one of those scenes that may have been blocked from recording on the PS4, which is oh, weird. Right. Bullshit. But, yeah yeah I don't understand that it's like, this is a twenty year old game I think every plot device has been exposed at this point. I don't really need anyone to worry about spoilers so mm. um the well yeah you know, and we've talked about some of the like artistic decisions in the game or just like the graphical stuff in there I, do you guys remember the train when it was leaving the north Coral or Corel or however you say it well I'll go with coral um um mako reactor Yep. It would it may have been the most pathetic little thing I've ever seen. It looks like like one of the little like choo choo trains my son plays with. Like it looked like a play school sort of thing. It was just kind of this like lame little like like brightly colored gigantic sprite. I mean, and granted, a lot of the sprites in the game or sprites, um, you know, Figure, whatever you guys know what I mean. You I think any
2: that. any vehicle in that game, the uh, helicopter you mentioned, yeah, on, yeah, it looks like a
0: Lego. <laughs> it's the because they probably modelled like them crap. all
1: on Legos, you know, because it's the best approximation of what you're dealing with. So if you model it out in that form with with little blocks, you can then pretty much make it one to one. And so that's probably why it looks right. pretty pretty goofy. Um, because yeah, that they makes probably sense. like this was their first time working with soft image or any of these sorts of programs. Um, I remember reading a making of... I probably talked about this before on the show. I remember reading a making of and they were saying that, like, really, it was... it was. They were all very green when they were doing it. So I'd imagine that much like when uh, the guys at Konami Tokyo were making um, Metal Gear and they did it all through looking at Legos, I'd imagine there was a similar thing with them, um, with uh, those guys at Square doing this. So there you go. Yeah. And they it, might have just modeled it, it like... Yeah. You know, a few years ago, we, there was that controversy that um, one of the cars in Gran Turismo, if you flipped it over, you could see a copyright from a, uh, you know, like a die kit car model, you know, like a, a wow. pretend thing, because really? they, they had scanned it in from this model of a car, this like, you know, uh, scale model, as opposed to actually modeling the car themselves. They'd taken this as reference material. And so I wouldn't be surprised if there's some goofy looking toka, you know, Tomi train out there that they probably took a photo of to use for this thing
0: that would be good. you know what I, I, yeah, that makes a lot of sense Luke actually it may be the the, the smartest explanation of that uh, of that I guess artistic
1: decision if you will <laughs> like, I've been I hardcore, strive so. for, yeah. for nothing but smarts on this show
0: <laughs> somebody's got to I mean Chris yeah. it might even it coming down <laughs> to me and Anthony oh, yeah <laughs> So are
1: we? Where are we
0: now? They're in the they're in the um, crater. Right, we're kind of bouncing around here a little bit, yeah. just because I, I'm kind of hitting more like stuff I thought was interesting. I suppose. Okay. Um, did you Is there, guys any, get oh, of the is there anything like your one? I so did eventually. It, yes. Yeah. yeah, I got it. Did you fight the? I got it weapon? actually. Ultima or yeah, ultimate Ultima did, did Ruby you fight and Emerald. Ruby. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I love that one yeah. in, the, yeah. in the in the in uh, the water. That's my favorite. Is that Ruby? No, one. Emerald. That's,
0: That's Emerald. Emerald. That's Emerald. Yeah, I like that yeah, one Ruby's the best. Uh, yeah. desert. Yeah, Ruby's the desert. You know, yeah. I, I gotta say, like, Emerald actually felt like a fight you could win. Emerald is this very weird fight of, like, needing to do very specific things to be able to win the fight. It just yeah. seems, like, terribly unfair. I mean, once you know what to do... It's not that difficult of a fight, but unless you know what you're doing, it's a ridiculously dumb fight. And then even, you know, I messaged Anthony um, while I was doing it, like, even with, or, you know, even being in god mode, it still felt, like, very tedious. Long I can't imagine having done this, like, without that yeah. god mode. Just yeah, ridiculous. there's some pretty hard I really spent so there. much time. Yeah, back,
2: uh, just realizing when I was 14, just spending time beating all these guys, like, yeah. this had to be 30... Minute battles just yeah. oh, grinding easy, to beat these guys.
1: Easily. I remember looking an hour i
2: remember
1: I remember us talking a little bit about um Ivan Evangelian Evangelion a little bit um earlier mm-hmm. uh, a couple of episodes ago about this. Um these guys really remind me of that. You know, these kind of big monsters under the sea and in the air and in a the desert. They're sort of like the, the angels, um in a way, I think. Or, like, uh, or even like the the mech designs are quite similar to something you'd see in uh, one of your Japanese animes, Jason. Jason.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, so, one of my so animes. That... One of
0: my... <laughs> I don't know why I got a double Jason out of that, but
1: okay. <laughs> well, you did. Uh, so there you go. Double J. Uh, double, double J. J. Uh, it's <laughs> the case that uh, I think that's that's definitely still looming large, you know, over the Japanese psyche at this stage everyone loves that
0: neon genesis um, you know, was so that. that was that that new or was that like around long enough though that at that point when did when did evangelion like originally air wasn't it like 96 97 95 96 i think so okay okay so in final fantasy 7 came out in about 97, 97. so you got to think it's
2: pre, maybe it's
1: probably in pre-production for like 18 months or it's in production for 18 months i'd say uh, maybe a bit more so they probably started well they probably started pre-production on Final Fantasy 7 around when Final Fantasy 6 finished up. So let's say 1994. Yeah. And then they probably didn't decide that they were making it for the PlayStation until 95. Evangelion's airing around that time. 96 rolls around, they're still making it. The game comes out, 97 Japan, 97 US, uh, 98 here, I think, or 90, late 97 here. Um, and so uh yeah I think it's I think it's definitely there you know.
0: Hmm. I think it's a little too close like I think there's just too much too much of a well, tight time frame for me forward to like, my essay to, to on Medium.com
1: about um what what Final Fantasy 7 can learn from anime. Um it's going to be great. <laughs>
0: We'll, we'll we'll retweet it, don't you? worry. Thank you. I mean, if you think about it, Final Fantasy VII is nothing but anime when you get right down to it. So,
1: well, you know, we've already had Son Goku, so it's uh, you know, it's all it's all. It's
0: up to Donald,
2: It's Donald Draper. Yes. <laughs> yeah. No, Luke. I
0: think what I think you should do is what what Mad Men learned from Final Fantasy. I think that's Final a much VII, better article because Final me, yeah. Fantasy VII learned from anime. <laughs> it's the blueprint. So really, what I think what this article is going to be, is why Mad Men is anime. Yeah. Uh,
1: Shinji equals Donald Draper.
2: Uh, Don't don't ruin Mad Men. loud, goes
0: to Donald Draper. Boom. Right. So, and then Tifa is Christina Hendricks' character, Joan. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Who's my favorite Mad Men? I like, uh, who do I like the best? I like Burt Cooper. Uh, Who's that? Who's an old guy in it? Um, I like... I like that Roger Sterling. He's pretty good. I like mm-hmm. the uh, Silver Fox. They're all great. <laughs> yeah, those guys, they're all great. It's a great good
0: guys. Show. Those Mad Men. You the know, yeah, Mad Men in a months, z seven. I'll tell you that for nothing. So. Well, that's that. That's a that's a low bar to set there. So,
2: yeah, yeah. well, I don't know. Mad Men finale wasn't that great, but that's you know what, honestly, podcast. I
0: didn't. I honestly like. I haven't watched the last episodes. I watched where the where um, were Donald started sleeping with the doctor's wife. Yeah, oh like, yeah. What is, a shitbag that
1: yeah. guy is. That Don Draper. He just he always lets you yeah. down. He lets everyone down.
0: Yeah, it seemed like everything was going right for him. But I mean, I don't know. I, I, I look at his wife and I just see those teeth and I'm like, yeah, I'd probably. <laughs> I'd have to move on too. I mean, good lord. <laughs> Oh man! So just like, uh, just like, uh, I don't want you to, or you don't want me to spoil King of Thrones for you. I don't want you to spoil Mad Men for me. I, I, so all right. Although at this point, it's been like I'm, over a year. I just, I, 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 I suppose it's my own That's fault. That fight between John paper oh, yeah. and we'll Sephiroth record. I didn't see it coming, but it's happening. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Okay. You know what? Now I just got to get rid of my deep, uh, I don't, or get rid of my Blu-rays. There's no point in owning it now. Yeah, I, mean, I know it all that. led to that. No you'll wait. Open, is it? You'll no, open the last Blu-ray cover.
1: To put in the last season and it'll just be Advent Children on Blu-ray.
0: Oh, boy. Yeah. There, there'll be a Blu-ray disc getting cracked in half mighty quick, so. Mm. <laughs> um, you know, and honestly, like, I wrote this down and I kind of wish I actually wrote the speech down a little bit, but mm. I don't know if you guys remember there. Um, do you guys remember Sid's speech after they failed to blow up the comment, basically? and oh, I'm trying to remember it now. It's,
1: it's only like... You guys failed to
0: do this, but fuck it. Let's go out there. We'll do it again. Yeah. yeah it was right. very, like, it almost, yeah, something like that. Like, it actually kind of solidified Sid as my favorite character in the game. Like, he, he just very much felt like this guy who got drugged into this thing that he had no real fight in. And then went through this thing of, like, oh, God, we failed miserably at saving the planet. And then came back and, like, well. Let's go ahead and try again. Why keep... Why... Why? We've came this far. Why give up now? Well, he already missed space, so he's already been crapped on. His dreams have already been well, shat off. Well, on. no, at that point, because they... Remember, that was when they went into space. Yeah, but I
2: mean, before, he'd already had a failed attempt, so. Yeah. So he got... This is a bigger mission, so... Yeah. Well, I mean, he got... He's all on board right
0: now. Well, that's what I mean. Like, he got his... Or he got his... He got his space flight, or whatever, which... Yeah. Was that's what, what matters, the weakest so. thing. And... And he still was, and, you know, he came back after, you know, failing to blow up the comet. I was like, okay, I came back from space. Let's keep trying. I mean, you know, everyone else seemed, like, ready to cave in and give up and cloud, or, you know, even cloud. And Sid was just, yep, let's keep going. No, no, let's not stop now. Let's keep going. Like, I'm not ready to give up. And just, like, Sid kind of felt a little bit more like he should have been the leader throughout the entirety of this thing. Because I kind of felt a little bit more towards Sid than anybody, so... Sure. But as we know in, like, Japanese anime and games, like, being in your late 20s is considered being the old person in a party. So... is he, like, 40? Is is he 40? So he's actually sort of a real, real, like, mature... I thought he he was supposed to be, like, much
1: older. Um,
0: Well, you see that, too, in a lot of other... or, like, in a lot of anime where they'll put... um, you know their age or whatever, or you know they're they're the they're the seasoned veteran, the grizzled veteran. Mm. They're like twenty two. You're like, well, it's like how? A, it's like in um,
1: Mad Men, you know, when uh, you have this relationship between Don Draper and uh, the older members of the board, your Roger Sterling's, your Lane Prices, your Bertrand Coopers. You know, it's that same thing that we see again and again pop up in Final Fantasy Seven. It's all cyclical.
0: Yeah, I suppose so. Okay, oh, I that joke up really
1: died a right death. Jeez, woof! It did. Sorry, man. Hey, I'm sorry. Wow. All right. Hey, I'll you
0: didn't have to point plan. it out. We could have no. just. Hey, we could have just let it go. No, we could have just let it go. <laughs> that's your fault for. No, that's your fault for coming back around to it. Uh, uh. Okay. So, so Sid is t- um 32 in Final Fantasy. VII. Oh wow, that's old. He's younger than I am, right? now. <laughs> Yeah, and they have him as this like seasoned veteran and like this grizzled old guy. And it's well, like, we don't know how long people
1: live in the world of Final Fantasy VII. You know, on average, that's I mean, true. There's, we, there's a few old don't guys. you yeah. might be really old. It might be like medieval times.
0: Yeah, where like sixty was considered to be like a hundred and ten now, basically. Yeah. So yeah, yeah it's just very. I don't know. It's just very weird how they kind of treated Sid as this, like, sort of, like, not really important character, and he turns out to have sort of the best leadership qualities out of all of them, although he does sort of have this thing of, oh, I don't really care too much. Like, I think we talked about it in the last one where he, where I think Kate, She went up to him. In the, uh, in the haunted house in Gold Saucer, and he, and while they're recapping what has happened so far, and he's, like, asleep in the chair, like, I don't care. <laughs> he's just like, what? What happened? And he's the one who asked what was going on. Like, hey, recap yeah. me. I'm the newest one here, so recap me on what's going on. <laughs> and he passed out in the middle of the story. Like, I can't be bothered. It's like, I get it. We gotta fight somebody. Can you stop going on about this emo bullshit? No? All right, I'm gonna take a nap. Wake me up when you guys are ready to go fight again. <laughs> yep. Let's see. Um... You know, one of the weird things, like, I, I never really... I don't want to say never really noticed, because, you know, it's... I never finished Final Fantasy VII before, but... Yeah, oh! Like, Yuffie pointed out... What the <laughs> fuck was that? That was my surprised shriek. That was great. Have you not been paying attention to any of the conversations we've had before? Uh, I think I'm, like, I,
1: I'm like Sid here. I'm just... I'm sleeping my little... Okay. Yeah. I
0: gotcha. I gotcha. So, um... Yuffy like points out that like all of the materia in the world like has to do with like attack attacking or something, like battles. And that mm-hmm. the ancients must have like been fighting all of the time. And that yeah. it must have been like this terrible existence on the planet for them. Because like everything that we sort of like hold to the ancients is battle related. So it's Yeah, it's making kind of the fire come out of your hands. They're kinda of like us. Yeah, there's 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 no there's no real constructive use of materia. It's all for power. It's yeah. just this weird thing that you wouldn't expect out of Yuffie, you know. There's one that makes a, you heal
1: yourself. That's pretty
0: cool. Yeah, yeah, there's a few. That's yeah, okay. So, but th- but it's all like but it's all like healing for battle yeah. stuff and it's just this oh, very okay. weird Yeah, because this very you see weird that you can't thing.
1: use it out of a fight situation. Like you can't just bring someone back to life with a cure or whatever
0: in in the real world. Yeah. Yeah. So it's this Mm. weird thing of just I don't I don't know. I don't understand it. But it was just this kind of strange thing that Yuffie of all the characters pointed this out. You know, a a potentially or a potentially like missable character who you don't actually have to have in your party says maybe one of the most profound things in the game, pointing out like one of the one of the oddities of the whole system of like, you know, you, you sort of think of the ancients as oh they're these they're these very smart people who you know, had this, I guess, you know, higher, higher knowledge that the, you but know, the war know, that you're in now doesn't yeah. have. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So it's this very strange thing. Um, you know, yeah. real quick, let's, since we're on Yuffie, let's get onto the Wutai thing. Anthony, you went and I'm going through the Wutai thing, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, I did like the encounter with the Turks that you have, like Elaine, like what, you know, you know, when you're chasing Yuffie, trying to get your materia back and you go into the bar or whatever it is and I forget which of the other two but Elena's sitting there and Elena gets up is ready to fight and the other two are like we're off the clock yeah, really it's sit vacation. Down. <laughs> it's like just relax it's like a resort yeah he's, he's like he just like it's just kind of this like bitch sit down really <laughs> we're having <Yeah>. a drink <laughs> so I, I, it kind of endured the Turks to me a little bit and I kind of see like why the Turks sort of have this fan base a little more because they're, they're, they're these just normal people who are just ridiculously good i guess at what they do versus you know cloud and party and everyone else who have these like you know supernatural powers and as far as i can tell the turks never use materia it's just their abilities basically so they sort of have this like resonance i suppose of like oh they're kind of normal people who are just very very skilled so they seem just like these really cool like these really cool characters and they kind of like it, it kind of got endeared to them a little bit more because of that whole scene. Um, even as you're going through, um, was it the Shinra headquarters? Like, going underground through it towards the end of the game. Um, if you went through that scene in Wutai before, you'll run into them and you have the option to fight them or not. They, they It seems like they kind of come into this thing where they've realized that their employer is basically done for. There's no need to fight. And they kind of ask you, like, well, we can fight or we can just kind of move on what do you want to do and I chose to fight them because they just have good items you can steal <laughs> and the experience points and the you know the AP points for your material were good but other than that it was just like I didn't really feel a need to fight them I never really felt like they were being total jackasses even when they were chasing Eris down they didn't really feel like they were being cuz they could have grabbed her at any time clearly but it was more of a kind of sit and watch sort of thing with them so I don't know I thought the Turks were kind of a
2: yeah they were re- kind of we were talking about retail or this was before the podcast but they're kind of like middleman and management they're kind of being used yeah they're kind of like the the head uh, Shinra guys are just kind of like go do this and they really have i mean they have a choice but everyone has a job and you, they're just kind of doing their job and they and the, the wutai thing is they're just like we don't care we're on vacation yeah it's like it's, yeah yeah we're off the clock we whatever yeah this is a crap mission
0: yeah <laughs> It's like, we've realized what we're we'll up against. We'll get back to it in a couple days. It's like, when we see you again and we're getting paid, sure. We'll yeah, fight Like you said, there. Shinra's kind of
2: done for. So. Yeah.
0: And then, I thought the... Okay, so, Wutai sort of has this... I, I guess it's supposed to be the Asia, I suppose, of or maybe even the Japan or China of... I think it's China. I, I feel... I think it is China. I think you're right. It, it has this, like, China feel for the you know for the game or whatever but isn't it a little strange how all of the characters in there have or in the in the tower the pagoda tower i think is or is what it's called have russian names that's probably just you a, have but, but yeah. there's a, you have stanif and Chekhov.
2: <laughs> uh russia there's part of russia's asian so yeah that's true
0: yeah that's, that's true. true they are they're very closely connected Oh, my 8th grade teacher would be proud. <laughs> <laughs> if you've looked at a map recently, you should be yes. proud of yourself. <laughs> they always looked more like just, uh, Native
1: Americans to me in the dress. Um, the, like uh, the Chinese? Very, yeah, in, hmm, in yeah. Yuffie looks very Native American to me for whatever reason.
0: Hmm. Just saying. Do you guys not see Yuffie that? Yuffie just kind of looks like a... No. Yuffie kind of yeah. looks like this like teenage girl... This, or Japanese idea of a teenage girl, basically. That's what I hmm. see. Maybe I'm not picturing the right Gelfie. Hold on. What because, are we talking uh, about it I
2: think we have a different perception of Native Americans. Yeah, I was going to say, because, because we're, we're really kind of surrounded
0: deep. by them. We're deep
2: into a, Yeah, we're yeah, surrounded I mean. by Pueblos and tribes and stuff. Yeah, I, I, when, I, when I
0: think of, like, Native... like. Like Native American, they're just kind of like they just blend in here. It's not really a thing. They don't dress differently. I was uh, typing this with, with my bad hand,
1: um, because I'm eating ice cream with the other, and uh, instead of <laughs> yucky, I, wrote, I wrote a Yodel, and uh, the first question is, what does the name Yodel mean? So do you guys want to find out? You know what? Yeah, go ahead. Let's go. Okay. What does the name Yodel mean, right? Why? Why is for youthful, your eternal look U is for useful always to others. D is for dream.
0: You break Okay, I'm going to cut you off. I'm yep. going to cut you off. I thought there was like a, I thought there was an overall no. definition. I think we we're going through every it's single letter here. Line. Yeah. <laughs> oh god. Okay. Oh god, that was terrible. Oh, god. Jason. who Jason. comes Jason. up with this crap? Yes. Jason. I is for yes. interest
1: you show to others. Yeah. E is for ecstatic. No lack of spirit here.
0: I'll just what? cut this out.
2: <laughs> I think my six year old read this rhyme to me the other day.
0: <laughs> I think my I think my five year old wrote this the other, day. Learned that in class the other day. I think yeah, no, I think my five year old wrote this. Nice. That's what it sounds, sounds like. like. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I thought that Wuta, I thing was just kind of funny. Like all these Russian characters as you're going up, like everyone else seems like, you know, very like, you know, as you pointed out, Chinese. And then you go up there and it's like, these guys are Clearly, like have Russian names. It's just very funny. I don't know. It just struck me as an odd little thing of discord. And I, it, it, we've talked about this before. Actually, Luke, I think you were really the one that pointed out, like the world of Final Fantasy VII is supposed to be our world. I guess hmm. it's so maybe there's this crossbreeding. I suppose of of the names, and you know, eventually yeah. like like China yeah. and Russia. But it's just this very like I don't know. Un- unless you're paying attention to that sort of stuff, it just seems very weird. Like I said, that that whole. Oh God! What is it? The the Bone Village where there's that dragon with the like you know the fighter jet. Yeah, I didn't notice that
2: the first time I played it. I'm glad. You oh yeah, it. that's uh, right. That's yeah, interesting.
0: It's very, very weird. weird. It just <laughs> and then and then even when you go through um what is it the um oh God the thing in uh, Cosmo Canyon with the, the with the planet showing up and everything. You know what? Mm-hmm. Why am I blanking on the name of that thing? But anyway, where all like the planets show up in like 3D. It's very clearly our solar system. Yeah. And it's very clearly, we're on Earth, or, you know, this game is taking place on Earth, so it's just like, what is, this is our world, this is a very strange thing, so I guess I kind of see, like, some of the things, like, crossbreeding over centuries, I suppose, of this, so it kind of makes you wonder if, like, we're the, the ancients, if you will, I suppose. I it's, um, whole thing it's a like, uh,
1: wow, that's deep, it's like, um, uh, Sliders, it's just another, you know. That wasn't another, that deep.
0: Another but, universe but, there, you know. An alternate universe. There we go. There. Yeah. yeah. Final Fantasy VII is an alternate Earth. What was yeah. that? Uh, There was a show that had to do with something like that that wasn't Sliders. It was like oh. something AE or something like that. Or... Huh? No, because no. that's After Earth.
3: Hmm. I
0: don't, I don't know. Even know
2: what eh, i was whatever. just
0: throwing it out there. I'm eh. missing that. Um... Let's see. You know, and there's other. Yeah, I think we're done. Uh, you guys have anything to add about the Wu Tai section? Or
2: uh, oh yeah, just uh, Donald Trump shows up. I don't know where. Oh yeah, that was weird. Like
0: he comes back and dies or whatever. Yeah, and the Turks just take care of him. Right. It's it's yeah. kind of this thing of like I said, they're they're off the clock, but you don't you don't fuck with one of their own basically, and they come mm-hmm. on and just uh, take care of him basically. That's
2: random to bring that guy back.
0: Yeah, of all the characters to bring back, it's like why Don Cornelio? Cornelio? Don Cornelio? Old dirty bastard
1: was my favorite Wu
0: Tai old oh, dirty bastard <laughs> old dirty bastard the ODB oh, there you go let somebody What's say it? you know me
3: <laughs> you know me <laughs> oh, I was saving so. I was
1: saving that one up was <laughs> waiting for my moment to strike that, much like that was, you Amanda know what of, much like someone who'd go through the 36 chambers um, you know,
0: you, you know. <laughs> that seemed more like a preemptive attack uh. yeah I don't know. Like you funny. snuck up on of it.
1: My kung fu is strong.
0: Um. Okay. So, getting kind of back to the weapons here. Um. Did diamond weapon like? Did don't? Okay. So out of like all of the things that you would think would be the strongest, like maybe the diamond weapon or ultimate weapon should be the strongest. Diamond weapon seemed to go down pretty easily, and it wasn't even a casualty of getting attacked. It was just in the way of what is it, the Sister Ray they ended up renaming it or whatever. It was just in the way of what um, Shinra was shooting at, which was the North Crater, like Force Field or whatever it was that Shinra, or that uh, Sephiroth had surrounding him. It kind of went down without a fight for the most part, and even when you were fighting it, it was rather easy. It didn't really seem to have any, like, big trouble, or I didn't really have any big trouble with, like, fighting that thing. I, you would I think a diamond think weapon in God mode. would be the hardest one to kill. Right, that was kind of my yeah, that was my reasoning on that. Hmm. Yeah, or at least ultimate weapon would be like you know it's you know deriving from ultimate, so you would figure the best of the best and ultimate. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, but it's also the
1: last one, so it might be a pushover. I don't know. Depends what you look at that. I suppose it's sort of. uh, Limits are pretty hard, mind you. You have all those cutting materials. You could you could easily cut them up. You just you use enough fire
0: magic, it turns to sand. You know. There we go. That's what it is. Maybe that's why uh yeah, maybe that's what it is. You've gotta you've gotta like like we've talked about before, you definitely have to suspend your disbelief in a lot of this stuff and kind of just throw logic out the window. But um, uh, you know, actually the one thing with like Diamond Weapon, I actually kind of interested in seeing the um the remake on how they handle that, because it was almost impressive in this version of the game, seeing that actually redone in, you know, Today's technology seems like it might actually be kind of cool to watch. Although, it could suffer from that kind of disconnect of overly done CG. The, uh... Oh, God, what's the word? Oh, jeez. Something Valley. Why am I... Oh,
2: Uncanny Valley? Uncanny, valley. uncanny valley. valley. Like,
0: it might look... Yeah, it might look too real or something like that. Like, there's just something too off about it, so... Hmm. Um, and then I think it's right after that, and, um... Diamond Weapon effectively, you know, takes out, you know, President Rufus until, you know, Advent Children rolls around and then he's in a wheelchair, to wheelchair seem to be a very big theme in this game. Um, um, Like, Kate, Kate Shee kind of really lays into Barrett. Because, you know, Barrett's, like, kind of laying into him about being a traitor or something along those lines. I forget the exact context. But then Kate Shee, like, goes on to him about... You know, oh, you're a terrorist. You blew up all these people. And do you think you really, there was no casualties that you, or, you know, that weren't your fault? He really lays into him and just, like, kind of makes Barrett look at what he's done. And I think that was probably the first time Barrett's really had to, like, look into his own soul. And it's by this big, dumb stuff Moogle with a freaking cat on top of it. Yeah. So it's this very weird moment of Barrett having to have this, like, reckoning of himself and everything he's done. Or at least, you know, as the player, like, you see Barrett finally kind of having to confront what he is Mm -hmm. and what he's done. Yeah, yeah. Having to, like, you know, look reality in the face with that, so. Mm. The other thing, too, with that Sister Ray and the Mako cannon, um, is it just me or is that the dumbest possible weapon in the world that they made there? (laughs) It takes so much effort to move that thing, and you can't just you, rotate it around. Yeah, you couldn't
2: move it around. Yeah, if Diamond Weapon had city.
0: sidestepped that fucking thing, it's like, oh, here, let me talk. Let me move two steps to the left, and oop, okay, nothing. It's like it's like playing defense in basketball and just planting yourself there. It's like, okay, if you can get around me, you're good. It's like, okay, well, I guess I just got around you. So mm-hmm. it just it just seemed like this really oddball choice of a weapon. I'm wondering if they're going to redo that at all because it seemed like you know maybe a missile or something like that would make more sense or a smaller cannon with a like something that you can you know on a pivot point at some yeah, or a targeting system maybe something yeah not just like well let's just blindly point this thing in a direction and go for it and hope because if um what was it um was it sapphire weapon that got blown up if that had if that thing hadn't come directly at um Giannan, Jenny would have been wrecked, period. I mean, there's no two ways about it. If it had just like, oh, I'm just going to come from the south instead of directly from the west, it would have just like, oh, there's no defense we have against this thing because clearly nothing else worked against it but uh, the Mako cannon. So it's like, okay, well, that's... So the planet's weapons, I think we're saying, are dumb. They don't know how to sidestep. <laughs> they just attack everything head on and like, okay, let's go ahead and like, oh, oh, damn it, I'm
1: beat. Maybe it's a momentum thing. Like, they, they're aware of that, though, uh, Shinra. They know that, you know. The
0: when, once they get going they can't pivot but well, I don't know how Maybe, would they but they seem were they aware of I was gonna the say but they all they seemed I was gonna say yeah they all seemed kind of surprised when the weapons started showing up so mm. yeah I don't I, I don't know that's I, I don't know if that's something they're gonna I mean reading too much into them being able to rewrite the Final Fantasy 7 plot to make a lick of sense but I think it's something that they might have to address a little bit. Cause it just seems ridiculous that like, I'm going to keep charging forward. Hey, that thing looks like a gigantic gun. I'm going to come right at it. It's just, I yeah. don't know. Just this is weird moment. So, it um, seems okay. So the last little thing I've kind of got of note, I really want to talk about before we kind of like wrap up the overall feeling here is, um, it's an optional scene and I totally missed it. Um, and I caught it on YouTube was the scene where cloud and Zach are going back to um, to Midgar or Midgar and they're in the back of the truck. And like that scene was rough. I mean, the the, like, you know, Zach is like talking about, Oh, I want to be a mercenary. Okay. I'll be. And I thought it was kind of amusing that the truck driver driving the thing was like, Hey, that's not what I said. I said, try a bunch of things basically. And he's like, all right, mercenary it is. It's like, no, (laughs) that's not what I said. You dumb bag of bolts. Okay. Um, and then you know I I watched the thing from Crisis Core because I just wanted to watch the video because you kind of know how it ends but I just wanted yeah. to see it Um, but the it was really kind of I don't know it, it hit a little harder I think in Final Fantasy 7 than it did in Crisis Core where you know those soldiers just come up to Zack and just like shoot him while he's laying there they just like pump round after round into him and you're just like oh Jesus God Almighty you know and like, that's rough and awfully gruesome. And then, you know, then Cloud goes up and, you know, Zach is dead and he just kind of, like, puts his whatever arms up, I suppose, those things are that are hanging off the side of his body. <laughs> whatever those polygons are supposed to be. And does that, like, silent, like, screaming motion or whatever. And then if you watch the Advent Children, or not Advent Children, um, the Crisis Core, like, cutscene of it, it takes a lot of that away because Zach isn't dead yet. And Cloud and him will have a conversation. And it's just like, come on, you ruined a lot of that moment. I just thought the the succinctness of Zack getting killed and then Cloud like crawling his way over to him and seeing him dead there and him just screaming, basically, was a lot more fitting for that moment than what they did in Crisis Core. And that's kind of another thing I'm worried about with the remake is that they're going to do more of that, basically.
2: Mm. I totally forgot about that uh, whole scene... I remember playing it when I was young, but I, I didn't totally even, forgot that it was in there.
0: I didn't even know it existed until I was like, kind of like reading about Final or about Crisis Core, and I was like, "There's a cutscene just like." I was like, "Okay, let's look it up." And I, I'm about to go back and watch it. Because cri- The end of Crisis Core was pretty powerful, I thought. And, and like I said, for as cheesy as like the the polygonal figures seem, it hit a little harder just because I guess it's that you know minimalist approach. They they had less they had less to work with, so what they did it seemed a little bit more powerful.
2: Yeah, I, I don't know cuz I beat Crisis Core. I think I'm going to have to go back and rewatch this Final Fantasy 7, but uh end of uh Crisis Core is one of my favorite endings of any game. It's yeah. really powerful. But I guess it's cuz you're playing the, the whole game with Zack. Mm-hmm. So the lead up to the end, you know what's going to happen, but you you spent 20 hours with this guy. Yeah. So I think if you play Crisis Core, it's more impactful.
0: Yeah, maybe. So. But, but, I mean, even even then, like, I'm still not attached to really... You know, I'm still not attached to Cloud. Like, I got attached to him for a little bit, and then, like, within 20 minutes of that, I like, oh, no, I don't like him after all. Mm-hmm. And I still felt, like, really bad for Cloud in that scene, because it was just this very, like, heart-wrenching, gut-wrenching, or, you know, like, heart-tearing, gut-wrenching moment for Cloud. And it wasn't... It didn't have too much, like, narrative and exposition, too much blathering on as, like, a lot of Final Fantasies get... As you know, the series has kinda of gone on, it was just this very like succinct moment of the soldiers go up to Zack, shoot him a bunch of times, look at Cloud and say, Oh, don't worry about him, he's finished, and just walk off, and then Cloud like slowly crawls towards Zack and then just like I'm sure you know exactly the polygonal movement I'm talking about, but he kinda of gets up on his knees and he does that uh, shaking thing. It's 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 a very powerful moment for such a kind of almost silly artistic style.
2: I have to go back.
0: Yeah, totally forgot about. Maybe, yeah, uh, maybe we'll take a break here, and I'll have you watch that real quick. So, um, to overall, like I said, that was kind of my. Th- th- this was a experience I'd been kind of depriving myself, I suppose, of for the last fifteen years since it originally came out. I'm almost twenty now. Since that third disc just failed on me, and I did not feel like playing forty hours worth of Final Fantasy VII again. So. Yeah. Um. Overall, uh, you know, maybe I'll get to my my thing last because I, I talk too much here, but I mean, what do you guys, how do you think this thing has held up over the years?
1: I, I think you, you, you get out what you put in, in a way. If you can get <clears throat> caught up in, in one aspect of it, it kind of will pull you through. So, like, if you can get into the leveling or the, the tactics of the fighting, it can still work its magic on you, but I think that a lot of the the seams show much more than they did even before. And it it just, it's, it's difficult because of the, the incongruity of it and how, uh, you know, incomprehensible a lot of it is. It's it's not a very cohesive experience, but I think that depending on what you want out of it, you can, you can still manage to, to have a good time.
2: Yeah. I'll, I'll agree with that. I, uh, I find a lot of fun in the battle system for Mm -hmm. some reason, but, uh, I found out at the end of the game, though, that three times speed kind of killed the game for me. Because I remember playing it when I was younger. I remember it being a lot longer of a game. And uh, if you just kind of fly through the the story bits, it's a pretty short game. Like, I remember mm. dumping hundreds of hours into it. But you can beat this game in, like, 20, 30 hours with the three times speed yeah. and god mode. Yeah. It kind of kills it for me. So I kind of kind of wish I could play it when I was 14 again. That would be, that'd be a lot more fun. But it is one. It's still one of my favorite games to grind. I don't know why. The battle system's easy, but it's simple, but it's it's still fun.
0: See, my my thing is, is I think this game has done or has fared much better because of the God mode and the three times <laughs> speed thing. As I've taken it out of the three times thing for battles, and those battles just drag on and on. They're so yeah. slow. Like I really. I really got into well, them once the three times speed thing was there. But it kills the oof. story
2: for me. Three yeah. times speed, but the three times speed actually helps with the battle. It's yeah. fu- it's fun to grind at three times. I can't I couldn't grind right now at regular speed. Yeah, no, I couldn't max out a character. But uh,
0: so I so it, it, that's kind of the nice thing about this version is you can turn that off and on. Yeah. So oh, once yeah. you go through, this, like I, I would turn it off through most of the story beats. Although I did find it weird that in certain parts of the story beats, it would disable the three times speed, and just because of like some. Thing moving in the background that they couldn't see, yeah, like speed on the high wind, yeah,
2: that slows it down for like five seconds, yeah. You know?
0: So, yeah, you, you accidentally go into the high wind or whatever, and you have to go over to Sid or the, the pilot or to talk to him to yeah. get him to start again. It just like it kind of makes you remember how slow Final Fantasy 7 yeah. actually moves when you're not used to that. We we're flying through the world map. I was on a chocobo mm-hmm.
2: from one, uh, flying from one end to the other, it took forever. That three times. <laughs> Even I with know, I guess even it, with three times speed. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's but turning it off though is just drag. Oh, yeah. I, I, I tried to do it a few <laughs> times and it was just like this the highwind felt so slow compared to the two um airships in Final Fantasy Six. Like the Final yeah. Fantasy Six ones, like you felt like you were just like blowing through the world and nothing flat. And the high wind you're just like I God, I'm not moving very quickly at all. I don't, I'm not even sure this is any faster than walking. anywhere. what's
2: the frame rate on this game? Because when I turn off the three times speed, it just chugs the the game, battle system, everything. It's a very choppy game. I don't even. I you know what? Honestly, I don't <laughs> it's know. Very. I you know. That, I, I shouldn't. It's hard. You shouldn't compare it though from today's standards. It's a game. Of, you should just look at it as
0: a game of its era. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't have a problem with that. It's just I think that three times speed like really kind of makes it playable. Right. Otherwise, oh, it I don't think I. No, I'll be honest. I don't. I'm ninety percent sure I wouldn't have finished it right. if it wasn't for that three times speed. Yeah. The God mode I could have I could have done without. I could have grinded, but that three times speed it made the game feel like a drug a lot less. Yeah. although well, it's I mean to get Knights of the Round without the
2: three times speed and God mode, it's gonna take you forever. Yeah. Although so. what
0: I did was, um, if you get. Um, or if you beat Emerald Weapon, yeah. or Ruby Weapon, you'll get a Gold Chocobo. You get a thing that you hand off to one of the or, or a character in Calm, and you get yeah, the Calm Traveler, the yeah. Earth Harp, and uh, yeah, yeah the, I think it's the Earth Harp. Yeah, or no Desert Rose. That's what you get. You get the Desert Rose, and you can transfer it over. So yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. I used. But yeah,
2: but I mean, just I I don't know if I ever did that when I was younger. I always just grinded and earned the Gold Chocobo by mating. Oh, man,
0: I can't believe how much time I had back then. I'm not sure, you know, I'm not sure, like, even if I had the strategy guide at the time, and I don't think it had anything as far as um, letting you know the proper method to breed a gold chocobo, you know?
2: No, I had the strategy guide, and it covered every single thing except that. I remember having to go online. I don't even know how it Yeah, because, I
0: mean, you know, in the late 90s, you know, game FAQs wasn't what it was, or, you know, what wasn't what it is now so it's i don't know it's this very it's this very like tedious process if you don't know what to do so i don't know it's it's kind of this thing of i'm glad the guide was there but as soon as i found out from twitter that you could you know that you got a thing for a gold chocobo there i was like oh i'll just do that rather than this stupid thing of course i had a i had a black chocobo at that point so i was like one away from getting the gold one i was like oh the hell with this i don't know if you actually
2: made it in this game what you made a chocobos in this? Yeah. This playthrough? Yeah. Oh, I didn't. Because I didn't. Know, I didn't even touch that. I didn't anything.
0: know about the uh, about the gold chocobo thing until after the fact, until I got that far, and then I was like, "Well, I need a break from this. I am going to go do something else." And I think that's when I started grinding on, uh, or you know, starting trying to work on a gr- uh, ruby weapon, and that's when somebody tweeted me that, "Oh, hey, you don't have to do that. You can just go ahead." I was like, "Oh, well, I'm going to do that instead." No, so hey, what, so what, what did you what did you so what did
1: you do, in. Jason? You went, oh.
0: Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great. Nice. So, all right. So I think that kind of wraps up the overall thing. Let's go ahead and take a quick break. And we'll, let's let's talk a little bit about, uh, you guys have both played Crisis Core, right? Yeah, it's been a while. Okay. No. We can kind of briefly talk about it. You haven't played Crisis Core? No. Okay. Well, I haven't either. Maybe we'll skip Crisis Core. But let's talk about Advent Children a little bit. All right. So let's take a quick break, Anthony. I want you to see this uh, Crisis Core ending, oh, or no, the uh, Final the, yeah, the Final Fantasy VII thing. So right. and then I'll, yeah, all right, and we'll be back. for me like I wasn't overly impressed with that whole area it it was it just seemed like this level or this whole area that you just really had to be kind of high level at and if you weren't playing in god mode would be not ridiculously hard but pretty tough so I I wasn't really that impressed with the whole area which is why I don't think I jotted down any notes about the whole section so Mm. yeah I'm with you on that it seemed a
2: lot Uh, I uh, I remember sorry go no,
1: no, I I, I agree with you completely. It seems a lot less impactful yeah. than it did back in the day.
2: Yeah, and I remember the battle with Sephiroth being different. I remember there being two different battles with two different parties. Mm-hmm. Now I don't know if I just wasn't paying attention to this go around, but it was just one quick battle um, with one party. Did I? Did you go God mode? Yeah. Is it
0: just okay? So did you when it said because like, it
2: totally killed the whole ending for me? Because I remember you, the Sephiroth fight being kind of cool.
0: Did you say or when when it asked or did it ask you at all? Um, I'm worried about the other or are you worried about the other party members or something? I think so. Yeah. You just said no, or they're fine or something. Like yeah. That. Yeah. That's when you switch over to the other party. All right. <laughs> so you totally I remember having that. a
2: lot more fun and it being really hard when I was younger. Like, oh my god, like yeah, just a real struggle to beat Sephiroth. And then in this game it was like. It's like a two minute battle. Yeah. It was like, yeah. oh, well, and um, two Omni
0: Slashes and I'm done. Yeah. Yeah, That sucks. Yeah, it, yeah, it, it did kind of go through rather quickly.
2: <laughs> oh, okay.
0: Yeah, because with Red 13, Sid, and Cloud, you basically have, like, as long as you're using Red 13's, like, God, what is it? His um, level three one, the second three, one. Yeah, yeah the one cosmo that hits multiple then, times. Yeah, yeah it hits once for 9,999, thing. whereas the other one will hit, like, 15 times for... 800 and something... To a thousand something... So it's like... Yeah, that doesn't make any sense... To do that, so... Um... Yeah, the the whole... The whole ending sequence... Like... It was just kind of like... Meh... With it... it just... Didn't overly impress me... And then that... I I think we... We didn't even mention it... Like the ending... I just... Was not... Again... Not really impressed with the ending there... It just was kind of... There... Like that whole section of... Like... I swore they said... Red 13 was the last of his kind... Or was it the last of his clan? Maybe. Yeah. I don't remember. Right. But why? Where do those two little rugrats come from that he had at the end? <laughs> it just was kind of this thing of like. That's yeah, the okay, far, far future,
1: is it not? Is, is he not kind gonna...
0: of? Yeah, it was like four hundred years. I think it said right. Yeah. right? yeah. So he's yeah.
1: learned to he's learned to produce via like laying eggs or something.
0: Oh, okay. So Evolution. he's like asexual Evolution. now, basically. Evolution. <laughs> yeah. Evolution it's like that, in, um, in the case of one organism. Yeah,
1: it's like that uh, That Pearl Jam song. Uh, it's Evolution, Baby. You know that one? That nope.
3: One? Not a Pearl Jam fan.
1: No. Me neither, but I know that song because it's got a cool video. No? It's like a cartoon. No, okay. um, I'll tell you what it is about this game, this thing. I remember that song being cooler as well when I was a kid, the one-winged angel, or one-winged Oof. angle, Oof. as I've seen it written many times on the internet. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, that's that's good. that's that's an awful theme for something. It's just someone just chanting his name over and over again. It's so dumb. It's like
0: yeah, yeah. you know, in the in the long lost episode of uh, of this podcast from its early days when I ranted about the wheelchair coma and how much I hated Final Fantasy VII for the first time, it right. that song was just one of those things that like I hated about about the game is just, it was not good. I really, like, thought it was bad. Um, You know, especially, like, when you compare it to, like, Kefka's theme, which maybe was a little goofier at times, but Kefka kind of seemed a little goofier, whereas Sephiroth, I don't know, he went from this... I want to say almost, like, not relatable, but you kind of feel bad for him character. Like, he felt like a normal person who was just overly... Strong, I suppose, compared to everybody else. To all of a sudden, he's this batshit insane jackass who wants to destroy the world. Whereas Kafka was just always sort of this batshit insane jackass who wanted to control the world, but he was mm-hmm. almost comedic in that sense—not not funny, but just like, oh, okay, he's a little crazy. Yep. And Sephiroth was just like, a, I guess, overly angst-ridden character, kind of like Cloud is. So I don't know. I, I. Th- think as soon as that whole like as I said wheelchair coma seg aerial section kinda ended, I that's it, sort of where Final Fantasy like as a plot sort of lost yeah. me. Like I just stopped caring a little bit more. And you know, and then Sephiroth when you think about it really isn't even that big of a threat throughout the whole game because you don't even Sephiroth doesn't even really come back until or doesn't even come until the uh, It like the third disc, basically. Like, everything else you're seeing is like visions of Sephiroth or something. I'm still not really sure what the hell those things are. And to a point, I guess, maybe Advent Children sort of explains it. Are they those failed clones or whatever that are cocoons or whatever? They're larvae or however they explain them. And then they take the form of Sephiroth. But, like, you know, Sephiroth phases in and out of walls. He, you know, goes through not just walls, but, like, floors and just disappears at will, but he still seems to manage to, like, physically actually kill something, which is very strange. I don't understand really where or what these things are, and, you know, I guess we can't really take the game that seriously to a point, but it just seems like there's this gaping hole as to, like, well, what the hell were those things that kept popping up that were Sephiroth? Because if they weren't actually Sephiroth, because he was locked in that, that Materia crystal or whatever it was up until the end of the game or towards the end of the game then what the hell were those things I mean were they pieces of Jenova were they clones that sort of butterflied into Sephiroth I don't I, I still don't really know what the hell we were fighting half the time yeah and, you know Anthony you've played this game far more than me and you still and you I look and you look as lost as I do so I don't feel too bad I'm about that still have a clue hoping so, you can help me out okay well no i got nothing on that one so it's i don't know the whole game to a point seemed to have fallen apart a little bit like maybe about midway through i mean like look we talked about this in the first episode where we talked about kevin midgard did drag a little bit in areas but at least it seemed like you were kind of going through like beat to beat to beat in a Reasonably succinct manner, and then after that, the game kind of just seemed to have just like went all over the place in what it was trying to do and be, and that's kind of where it lost me. I mean, I don't hate Final Fantasy 7 like I used to, but yeah. definitely don't have really any interest in playing it ever again you now. It, it's it's you know I'm I'm old enough now to have looked at it with a better critical eye, so I don't yeah, have to think it again. But I just, I played it, I'm like, okay, this is okay. It's an okay game. It's kind of like, um I don't know. I, I'm just, like, like a breath of fire. It's what it seemed like to me. Yeah. It's sort of one of those games, like, yeah, I can play this once and I'm good. I don't ever need to play it again, so. uh, So is that all we really had to say about the ending? I mean, it was kind of. Yeah, I think so. I still want <clears throat> to know, like, I, I kind of want to know what the hell happened there, like, because it showed Midgar, like, enveloped in jungle or, you know, like the planet basically retook the area where Midgar is, but it seemed like it didn't do a very good job of it in 400 years. Because if you look at, like, the Mayan um, ruins in, you know, like Central America and South America, they got galled up by the by uh, by you know by the jungles in 100 years, 200 years, and Midgar is still very obviously there, you know, 400 years later. So it's like, well, and what happened to all the humans and... You know, it sort of did this thing of like, well, the planet will decide if we're worth keeping around. So did that ending mean the planet decided to not keep you them around? Because then there was that, like, child... Or the children, like, giggling or something at the end there, too. So it's like, well, what the hell happened? Oh, yeah. It's... It's this very vague ending, and I don't... And the thing that may have explained it a little better was just so all over the place, too, and that was Advent Children, so... um. I recently, not even recently, within the last week, I've watched Advent Children*, just because I kind of wanted to see what was going on. And there, there was two hours of my life. For the second time, I don't think I'll, I, I'll go to my grave, kind of regretting having wasted. I mean, I've seen a lot of dumb movies before, and that was definitely one of the worst I've ever seen. It makes me think, like *Final Fantasy: Spirits Within* was almost Oscar-worthy comparatively, because at least that was, it wasn't bad. It wasn't good, but it wasn't bad. Advent Children was, like, actively bad, I thought. Mm-hmm. It, it just, ugh, I don't know. I don't it like misses it. the point so, a little bit. It, and it changes people up a little too much, and then, I don't know, It just the whole... It. I mean, yeah, I understand the whole thing was nothing but fan service when you get right down to it, but it did mm-hmm. seem to, like, go way too much in the direction of fan service. Hmm. It, it was. It would almost be like if Evangelion dedicated an entire episode to Misato in the bathtub or getting changed or something you know it's just like eh, a little, little, Go little too much fan service so.
1: that does sound
0: like just <laughs> yeah, an episode of Evangelion I will link you to a video on Red Tube. oh dear <laughs> well, her and PenPen Pen have, have, have some fun <laughs> oh god oh yeah but anyway um, uh. um, Anthony it's been a long time since you've seen Advent Children as far as like what you remember of it what did you think i mean i never finished it but i remember just seeing these ridiculous action sequences and action's
2: stupid in there right it's just a bit where they all throw each other remember people further yeah people jumping over each other and that was I was like what's going on i think i stopped watching it at that point that's like the last memory i have of that movie and i
0: think that's probably was a good point to watch it because that's where i checked out on. mentally because it was just so cheap it was just like it, all it was was fan service just like Here's one character chucking Cloud up further, and another chucking Cloud up further, and it's just like. And that's my my only
2: memory of that movie.
0: (laughs) My problem, my biggest problem with Advent Children was the accent they gave poor Sid. It was this, like, Texas, like, kind of hick accent. It was just like, oh, man, my favorite character, and you make him talk like this. And granted, you know, the English voice acting was pretty bad. Mm. I mean, even Tifa, she had this weird. It wasn't even a lisp it was just like her, whatever it was she had it was kind of very hard to get what she was saying but I don't know it was just kind of this thing of like Advent Children as a whole seemed like kind of a waste of time and almost seemed to like make even less sense of what Final Fantasy 7 like tried to tell as a story than what it did on its own and as we've said Final Fantasy 7 is done a pretty good job of not doing a very good job of telling what it was trying to tell so mm-hmm. Um, Luke, as far as like it goes, like you're, like I said, you're you're a little bit better at the movie critiquing. Like, where do you think like this thing kind of fell apart the most? With I mean, the movie, it's
1: just um, it's not so like it's a it's a film second and a, a story second and um, fan service first, and I think you can't build something around that. You actually have to have a story, even if the characters are familiar to us, they have to have an arc in some way. And it really just did, you know, from moment one, it's bad because cloud has that stupid Sony phone that he flips open. And it's like, you know, alarm bells are going right there. And then that you're kind of thinking, Oh, Jesus, I know what this is. And it just, it becomes more and more evident that it's all commerce is what you're seeing. Basically you're seeing, you know, needless amounts of money, on the screen for something that doesn't really need to be happening and um it's a, just a a profoundly disappointing you know it degrade anime kind of movie um you know it's 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 shit
0: yeah even even on um the crackle like thing like genre that it's in it was under anime, which yeah it fit very well, and I think if uh, I don't know. I think if uh, people are going into this expecting, like, even like average anime storytelling, they're going to be severely disappointed. It was just this rather. It, it assumes poorly too much written... prior knowledge.
1: There's no. And even then, like, you know, it assumes prior mm-hmm. knowledge by Japanese people, I'd imagine, because for us, as we've discussed, it's very hard to make head and tail of Final Fantasy VII in a very coherent way unless you've really, like, done some deep diving. Um, and so if you're coming into this sort of like oh I remember Five Fantasy 7 I liked that and then you watch the movie it'll be a little bit like what is going on here who are these guys why is there these other Sephiroth's what's happening you know it's just dumb 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 it's dumb it's dumb
2: I'm <laughs> to we'll have to go back and finish that or no maybe not no no don't no. bother my
0: personal opinion skip it no no, unless you, you the really anime, on in
2: the background.
1: You should watch Final Fantasy Unlimited instead. That's an anime. Uh huh. Oh. Do you guys Is remember Is that, the,
0: that? Uh, the. No.
1: I There was like a weird Final Fantasy that... TV series. Um, 13 episodes no. or so.
0: Yeah. I don't... I, you know what? I think I did watch it. and I, Yeah, it was bad, but it wasn't. It's real bad. I, yeah. What I remember, it wasn't Advent Children bad. Hmm. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, like you said, I, I think Advent Children's biggest thing was it assumed a little too much of the viewer that you were just in love with all of these characters and you just wanted to see them because like for a casual, even a casual fan and somebody like me who just was like, yeah, that was an okay game, mm-hmm. you kind of watching it it's just like, wow, this is dumb. I mean... Yeah. This is just literally fan service and nothing but. There is no real redemption to watching this thing. So, uh, recommendations on Final Fantasy: Advent Children from uh, the three of us, or at least Luke and I, is a big fat no. Go watch, uh, go, yeah, watch go go watch Berserk or something like that.
3: Oh, Berserk's really good. Are we... oh.
1: <laughs> don't don't watch that. Uh, don't watch those movies of Berserk though. Those are no good. But Berserk, mm, a And if and if you really like yourself read the comic cuz berserk is is one of the finest pieces of literature
0: out there i would say it's really you know what i've actually never i don't think i've ever read any of the manga before it's it's excellent. I've seen the anime, it's, so
1: it's it's, mm, it's fantastic uh,
0: i did d- dig a... up my dreamcast copy of a, of of the berserk game so i might actually Oh have to man give that that's go, that's see how not a great that game is.
1: the ps2 no, i i game remember is... it not being good yeah, the the PS two game is a little bit better, um, but oh yeah, it's not. Um, they, they've never managed to make it into a good game. Although with uh, Dragon's Dogma in Japan, they had a tie up where you could get Berserk costumes for your dudes, and that was pretty cool. Oh, that's cool. That's and Demon yeah, Souls, they were, they Dark Souls, and stuff is is very much influenced by Berserk um, in a lot of instances, and so that's that's kind of like a Berserk game. Here and there. No, it isn't.
0: Yeah, I might have to. I might have to give that a shot. Like Dragon, Dragon I liked a lot. So it's a cool if game. That, uh, yeah. Hopefully Dragons we. Dogma. Hopefully we end up with the. Uh, that game's gonna haunt uh, me my whole life. <laughs> One of those like you kind of wish it's you downloaded
2: played. and I. I think about it all the time. Anytime <laughs> I boot up my PS3, it's there, but I, I just can't start it. I don't know why. But it's, I, yeah. it's a game I. Want to play it is one of those games so that
0: much. I would very much like a remaster of. That on the would be, PS4 I would or definitely or the play the Xbox it. One. So it's on the, it's remastered it's on a PC. Of Just, should come you should, uh, you should play it on your new PC. I'm not gonna play it again. And again, remember what we said <laughs> if it's on a console, I'm not gonna replay it on a PC. My PC is good enough to handle yeah. decent stuff, not high end. So. Uh,
1: okay, uh, you know, um, yeah, the one that haunts me on my PS3 is a uh, Yakuza 4, which I Still haven't got around to finishing. Don't think I ever I will. I think I
0: played... I think I played one of the Yakuza games for the PS3. It was probably the first one, whichever one that was. Two? Or three. Three. Three.
1: Yeah, three. was the first one.
0: And I just... I didn't get into it the first, like, hour, hour and a half. And I just kind of threw it off to the side and Never, never tried it again. Sh-
1: for shame. For shame.
0: Eh. It's, that's, that's more of a chance than I've given 90% of the games I probably own, so... Yeah, I mean, I've played like six levels of Captain Toad, Treasure Tracker, and I got that for Christmas a year and a half ago. So
1: That's a cute game. Yeah.
0: I enjoyed it. The little He's bit a little I guy it, with a backpack. One of these days. His
1: backpack's so heavy yep. you can't jump.
0: Yeah. I thought it was just because he was uh, an inept character, basically. So, Anyway, we are way off Final Fantasy VII, so let's go ahead and wrap that up. Um, yeah, there's not really much else to say about Final Fantasy VII. Unless we want to get into Dirge of Cerberus, I suppose. Which, or the remake. Uh, yeah, well, I guess remake-wise, I just... There's a lot I hope they do, but I, there's a lot I hope they don't do. Like, I hope they don't turn oh, into Advent Children. The one thing I know it's about... It's
2: looking kind of like that.
0: Yeah, I don't know, we'll
1: Except see. I mean... Hopefully, they'll have some restraint. The one thing I know about Dirge Cerberus is um, my friend Nicole Ferry did a Let's Play of it on YouTube. And she gave up about six episodes in because it was so bad. So that probably speaks to its quality.
0: I will say one of the... I'm not going to name names, but one of the original founding members of this podcast slash website... Uh, tried to sell me on it very hard because he said it was like Final Fantasy VII meets Devil May Cry, and he mm-hmm. loved the game.
1: Wow, yeah. had had this had this fella ever played Devil May Cry or you know a good game um,
0: before? Um, you know, for the most part, I totally trusted his taste in video games up until that moment. Um, yeah we had been working together for a few months and there was a few games we had connected on. And I was like, wow, I was the only person that knew about this thing. I'm glad you knew. And we, we, we yeah. had to talk about them a lot. And then he said that. And I just, my heart sank. I was like, Oh, Oh, shucks. This year. Okay. And that's why he's no longer yeah. affiliated with the website. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> Dirge Cerberus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, you know, it was probably, we were talking about it one day and I was like, Oh, you know what? That's right. You did like Dirge Cerberus. I, don't think we can be friends anymore step <laughs> definitely- no that's that's one of those games that i don't care how how interested i ever got in final fantasy 7 like crisis core i, I want to go play it now george of cerberus i have zero interest in I, although the one thing i do here that's not redeeming it does actually have a uh, kate she in that game a little bit more yeah. it fills him out like gives him more of you of Would you call role.
1: it um the producer of it said that he was really influenced by half-life 2 when he, when he made the game or nice. by Half-Life, maybe, which is just uh, makes no sense to me whatsoever because it's you know that is a weird thing to the say. The furthest thing away from from that, um, yeah. Yeah, but everyone's inspired. You shoot in both of them, I guess. That's something. That's you
0: shoot things, and there's a story. I suppose yeah. that's kind of maybe yeah. what he was going for. I don't know. Yeah, I think so. maybe that was yeah. his first shooter he ever played, and he was like, "Hey, shooting guns is yeah. cool. Let's let's <laughs> tack that on to Vincent." Maybe Japanese people games. don't uh I, oh yeah. the
1: the common thing is what is like Japanese people aren't into um first person shooters a lot. Shooters? Yeah. Yeah. That's the that's the the so common maybe that was
0: kind of the thing. thing. Yeah. yeah. Maybe that's what it was was he he got the taste of Half-Life and bought Oh, we can make a shooter better than this and
1: mm. there was a Quake oh, I, arcade machine I don't think it's happened
0: yet at one point. Did you guys ever see that? Really? Yeah. No. no.
1: It was pretty gnarly
0: well there was that game God, for the 360 and PS3 that was like just a Japanese Gears of War Quantum Theory quantum, oh yeah was it Quantum Theory no Quantum was it Quantum Theory I think it's Quantum, quantum Theory quantum something, yeah. Maybe. yeah that sounds right is that it that's ah, something it was it looked like it looked it looked like the sure you're not infinite thinking of quantum undiscovery quantum no.
2: no no that's a puzzle game yeah the, uh...
0: Quantum Break no that's the one no, that just no, came that's out a, for the,
2: that's God, a new game
1: no, Quantum okay, Theory is Quantum indeed Theory. a video game. It's a third-person a shooter sound. video game for the PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360. It is developed yep. by Team Tedkeon and published by Tecmo. Yeah. Oh, actually, that was a cool... There was one cool thing in that where you could, like, throw the other character at enemies,
0: right? Um, that was fun. I played the demo, and that was enough that I didn't want to play it. So, it... Just, yeah, I think that and didn't
2: Vanquish come out at the same time, and I remember Vanquish was better. It's kind yeah. of different games. But yeah. I th- yeah, I think. Yeah, I think Vanquish overshadowed. Out.
0: And I, but I think like I think Vanquish even sort of in that thing like it put in my head like, oh, here's another one of those Japanese shooter games that really? they just don't understand what makes a good shooter. So I think I never, yeah, yeah I never played
1: it. It couldn't be more <laughs> wrong. They, they
0: understand. <laughs> I don't know. People <laughs> tell me Bayonetta is good,
1: so. Bayonetta is mm, mm, yeah, Bayonetta is a fine piece of literature. Uh,
0: Bayonetta
2: yeah. is a fun game. Yeah, it's, I it's enjoy Bayonetta. I've
0: never I've never been into those like crazy hack and slash kind of games. So I yeah. also the guys who made Quantum Break so, yeah,
2: like those.
1: are not Quantum Break. The guys who made Quantum Theory also quantum made On uh, Dead
0: Nights for the PSP and Rygar for the Wii. Hmm. There you go. Mm. And the Rygar for the Wii was just a sort of right. like redone port. Yeah, so... Of the PS2 game. That PS2 game, if I remember right, wasn't bad. But I... It's been so long since I've played it. Like, it's been a long time since I've played that. Yeah. Then again, Rygar isn't that great of a game to begin with. So, I don't know if... The the arcade version on the the PS4 is not bad. But, yeah. The original, I don't know. The NES version, like, I actually have that. And it's one of those things I'm putting on auction. But that's not so great. So, anyway. We need to wrap this one up here. So, um... That's it for the this episode, or actually this game of the Games and Drink Game Club. Um, the next episode, or game we're going to be playing, is Mega Man Legends, right? All three of us are good on that? In a
1: world covered in yes. endless
0: water. So, it, we're going to take a little while longer to get this one out, because Anthony's got some stuff he's got to take care of, but will I think mega Man Legends will be the next one. Um in the meantime we'll get a, another podcast up if I have to do one solo or something just to kind of keep keep something going up there. Um failing that, well, I'll we'll figure something out. So anyway, um thanks for listening and oh plugs, of course. Uh Luke, go ahead and plug. Oh, uh check out movieexpress.org
1: and um there you'll find a podcast. Hopefully someday there'll be a podcast there again. But in the meantime, you can go back and listen to over 150 episodes worth of gold. Um, It's a really fantastic podcast hosted by me and my good buddy, Connor Mahud. And uh, we do a great job. We are, I'm going to say, Ireland's premier film critics. You guys can check that out to see if it's true. But um, believe me when I say that uh, it's a good time.
0: I would agree. We're definitely, you know, no, not even, it's the only movie podcast I listen to, so. Mm-hmm. And I've even listened to a few, a, or I've even watched a few movies based on your guys' recommendations, like Edge of Tomorrow. So. Oh, cool. It's a good movie. Yeah. yeah you guys haven't one. ever covered Creed, have you?
1: Uh, oh, did we talk about it in our year? Oh, because it didn't come out here till this year, till till 2016. Oh, okay. So we didn't cover it in our year-end wrap-up show. But we both, like, needless to say, we, we both really enjoyed it. Because um, we did do a Rocky special before we did Rocky Balboa and the first Rocky in one episode before mm-hmm. and um, you know th- those movies are very fond uh, close to our to our hearts you know so
3: well worth
2: it I yeah Creed's and a great hope- movie well, you know
0: what? take that as a suggestion um, maybe next time you guys do a podcast together I would like to hear you guys talk about Creed a little bit so
2: okay. yeah Creed that sounds good
0: yeah cause I like Creed a lot so anyway maybe we'll talk about that here off the air anyway um, so thanks for listening and we'll talk to you guys next time Walking about Yeah.